This is a Thunder Dog podcast. Where's my desk? Well, you're the one that lost your desk. I was defending my honor, like a samurai. I told you, it was because it was New Year's Eve and it started to snow exactly at midnight. Would I rather be feared or loved? Easy. I want them to fear how much they love me. What's up, party people? Ah! Welcome to MSGMSA. That probably sounded awful. The Michael Scott Gives Me Social Anxiety podcast. Um, What do we do here, Evan? This is the podcast where we watch The Office and... Uh, give give her an old chat about it. Mm, a little little talky talk. A little analysis. Yeah. If I do say so myself. That's bad. I hate that. That's uh that's an Andy Bernardism later <laughs> from the South. Um, uh, Cornwall. Did he go to Cornwall? No, he Cornell. went to Cornell. <sighs> Cornwall was uh, the school they went to, and she's the man. Oh, season two, episode six, the fight. Let's get to it. That's right. All right. We're getting into it. Oh, we're in it. Just like Michael and Dwight did. Sure did. On this episode of The Office, season two, episode six, The Fight. Episode five, but okay. Episode six. Six? Did I write it down wrong? Episode six, pretty sure. Uh, Yeah, you're right. The Fire was episode five. Hey. I mistyped. I just really need to know what happened in this episode, though. <sighs> Didn't you just watch it, dude? Uh, nah, brah. Oh. We just talk about this stuff. I'm pretty sure we watch it, but... I just need a reminder, okay? Oh, okay. It's been like 30 seconds. How long of a description do you want? Something that's like shorter than 280 characters. Very specific, but I can do that. All right. Friday, Friday, Friday. It's hell in the cell. Michael, the manager, Scott, and Dwight, purple belt, shrewd, face off in the squared circle in an all-out brawl. Also, Jim gets a little too physical with Pam and things get awkward. (laughs) We have... Very similar ones. Mine's not Perfect. as uh, mine's not as expressive as yours, but uh, that's all caps for the first part. By oh, the way. is it? Of course. Oh, good. It's okay. gotta be. No, no question. A fight has broken down in the office between two men who are supposed to be closer than brothers, Dwight versus Michael. And in this fight, everybody's a loser. Also, Jim does some just weird things with Pam. Period. Yeah. Yeah. Let's start talking about it. Jim, Pam, everything was fine. Things were going good. They were, they were, they were, uh, doing their normal goofing around, goofing and goffing. Well, I guess it starts with Jim hiding Dwight's desk. Yep. And Pam thinking that's a real good goof, Mm -hmm. which it is. Yeah, it is. Everyone in the office feels like it's a real good goof. It's true. You can see Angela sort of be a little upset about it, but people are into it. Like people are watching and see what happens. Oscar's into it for a minute. As he's talking to Pam at the front desk. Mm-hmm. I wonder what they're talking about, but... I don't know. Work stuff. It's probably. Uh, but then, later in the episode, uh, Pam is reading Jim's palm. Mm-hmm. And that's nice, because they're holding hands, basically. Yeah, touching. It's very sweet. And then Pam says, Jim has nice teeth. Mm-hmm. And he's very flustered by that. Yeah, he's uh, smitten by it. And then... Everybody's mad at Michael, mm-hmm. because he's not doing his expense reports or signing what he needs to sign. Um, then Jim instigates the fight and gets everybody a little more hours of break to go watch this fight. Mm-hmm. Um, and well, then, yeah, then no, it is just the weirdness in the dojo. Cause that's the biggest thing. It, it happens so suddenly. Eh? Mm-hmm. Jim picks up well, yeah. sort of playfully fighting with Pam cause Pam gives him a little bop on the nose. Yeah. Cause it starts with now Jim is reading Pam's palm, but She's wearing a glove. She's wearing the weird, like, training glove thing. 
Uh, and then she get yeah, she gives him a good old little, little bop. Yep, little boop on the nose. And then he's like, oh, well, if we're going to fight, then we're going to fight. And he just kind of like goes for the bear hug from behind and yeah. lifts her up. And then I think the weirdest part is that like her belly button's revealed. And that's like, oh, oh. And uh, Pam's But like, she's like into it. She's thinking yeah. it's funny. And then Meredith looks. Yeah. Because they're making a commotion. They're they are. A... They're, the, they're literally the only people making noise. Yeah. Uh, in the dojo, which is a place of respect. Mm-hmm. And they're goofing and off. They're having a laugh. Um, but as soon as Meredith looks, Pam's like, nope, nope. She goes from put me down to put me down. Yeah. And then Jim does. And then Jim's eyes. Jim's he's, eyes. he's like confused. Yeah. But I think he knows. He knows that it was far. weird. He knows he went too far, but he's not sure. Like, I think Pam started with like a put me down and then slowly, but sure, like slowly it did start becoming put me down. And then Meredith looked and then it was like people are seeing this this is no good i don't know do you think there was a change there before meredith looked uh not really i think she was into it the she whole was, time i think she was having fun and then pam or and meredith. Then meredith looked hmm and then it's like oh whoop we're not alone yeah super weird and though it's, yeah and it's mad weird vibes. a sudden a sudden uh it's a very 180 yeah like a sudden ooh boy yeah a sudden and big ooh boy because like it's it's them having fun, and then... But it's totally flirting. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. It's very physical. It's very... I don't know. Touchy-feely. Yeah. It's a level above, because, like... I yeah, it's know. gone from, like, touching hands to, like... Touching Jim is, like... Full body. Full on, like... Yeah. Yeah. And that's not good. And then that's pretty much it. Oh, and then there's some awkwardness later, but Jim, like, this hero he is... Jim and Pam made a deal earlier in the episode. Mm-hmm. If Pam sort of instigates the fight a little more, then Jim would buy her some French onion chips. Uh-huh. And at the end of the day, even though it's a little bit awkward, Jim gets her the chips and yeah. everybody's all He holds happy. up his end of the bargain. Mm-hmm. Were they sun chips? I feel like that's the only... I don't think so. I think they were like generic brand. Okay. Because I feel like French onion, immediately I'm thinking sun chips. I love sun chips. Sun chips are like my favorite kind of chip. They're pretty dope. But yeah, so like... Is this Pam, like, realizing that, like, the perception is that they're a couple? Because that, that's been kind of building, right? Like, Yeah. It's, well, with I, Angela in that Angela, one episode. Yeah, and the Pam Pong. Yeah. I think Pam's wary. I think Pam maybe, like, realized the situation and mm-hmm. was like, oh. Because yeah, right now I, Jim's still seeing Katie as well. Yeah, man. Again, not I, that they mentioned yeah, her at all. but Yeah, she was not in this episode again. Totally nope. forgot about Katie. Um, so it's inappropriate for like both of them to be acting so this way crazy. Yeah. Is Jim still with Katie? I guess so. Right. Yeah. Cause I think they have a definitive breakup or is it? It's when Jim has a party that we figure out that they're not together. Anymore. Yeah. That's super late season two. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. Just a big way to s- just a sudden, a sudden ooh boy. Mm-hmm. Cause it was nice. It was fun. And then it's like, oh, wait, we're in public. Yeah. It was kind of like last episode where it was like, this is just a weird situation. Like, uh-huh. that's what last episode was like, an even more conflicted situation. Uh-huh. Jim's sort of, not the villain, but Jim is the perpetrator of this one a little. Yeah. But like, in, it's not like he was, I don't know. I don't think he should have done that in the first place, but. No, definitely inappropriate for the workplace. Yeah. And 
probably most other places. Yeah, especially since Pam's in a committed, since they're both committed in committed relationships. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it, I don't want to say like boys and girls can't be friends because like they can. Yeah, of course. But like this is clearly more than that, and I think they both know that. Mm-hmm. And Jim's okay with it to some extent. Or at least he's more okay with it than Pam is. Well, Pam's engaged. Like, yeah. Jim doesn't have, like, Jim in a relationship. Oh, well, they're both they're both yeah. engaged in a relationship. Like, But I think Jim is, like, okay with being flirty with Pam. Because he likes Pam. Because he likes Pam. And Katie's just kind of, like, nothing. Yeah. Whereas I feel like, I think Jim has this, like, entrancing, hypnotizing thing about him where it's like how he can like easily lead the office mm-hmm. in like doing some weird bullshit like he's the office charming. olympics he's charming yeah and he makes pam forget about roy and then like it very suddenly comes back to her like in this episode that like this is inappropriate i'm engaged this is an office environment i gotta stop gotta stop gotta stop yeah and because she's happy like yeah she's enjoying it because she is not happy whenever we see her with Roy no. most of the time, all of the time, and she's happy with Jim, mm-hmm. and she notices those leadership qualities that allow him to charm his way to be the leader of the office, mm-hmm. and I think she respects that. But she doesn't want anyone to know. I don't think she. I don't think she knows herself just yet. I don't think she knows until she actually has that breakdown late, like after the after the. Yeah, I think season three is when she actually figures it out. Yeah, I think like season, they... the end of season two is the kiss. Yeah, exactly. And then she's like, no, I'm still with Roy. Yeah. Which, spoilers. Spoilers. Spri- surprise. We spoil the office. But yeah, Jim and Pam, super duper weird. weird. But but he saves it at the end because he knows he's wrong. Yeah. he Jim knows that like he went, he crossed the line. Yeah, and he tries to apologize via email uh-huh. and quickly deletes that. Yeah. Which, that'd be a weird thing to receive, right? Which, I mean, yeah, but I think because he knows the cameras aren't there. If the cameras weren't there, I bet he'd just go up to her. Oh, yeah? But the cameras are there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's like, what's a private way for me to do this? But then even the cameras still get his screen. Mm -hmm. And it's like, if that was weird earlier, something, something, something. Yeah, I couldn't couldn't read what the second part was, but if that was weird today, then I wanted to say I'm sorry or something like that. But So, like, he knows he's in the wrong. Yeah, for sure. He knows he crossed the line. And he wants to make things better. And he does with the chips, which is just kind of like, I don't know, his way of saying, like, I still it's just cute. value you. I still respect you. Like, we made this agreement. I still, I'm going to hold up to that, even though we're not necessarily talking right now. Yeah, exactly. Like, well, that's just like a nice way to mm-hmm. close it out. Like, yeah, like it makes still it better. About you. Yeah. Yeah. It was almost like a gesture. Like, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Like, I still care. Yeah, I'm exactly. Sorry. <laughs> But that's not the A-plot of this episode. No. Michael no. and Dwight, their relationship is a little broken in this. Yeah, it's a, it's on thin ice. Yeah, it's sad, really. Um, this is a this is a relationship episode, eh? Yeah, 100%. Both kind of weird love things. Dwight mm-hmm. loving Michael and Jim loving Pam. Michael and Dwight. Jim's a little instigator. He made this happen. Mm-hmm. Everything happened. Because he was just roasting Dwight about his purple belt. He even stole it at one point. Yeah. And, and called it a toy. And then as Michael, yeah, it's not a toy. It's a it, weapon. It's a reminder that, or it's like a message to the office that I can beat everyone up. Yeah. 
But then, like, Michael's also having, like, a weird bad day where he's, like, grumpy because he doesn't want to do work and everyone's kind of, like, babying him. Looking for any excuse to not do the work that he uh-huh. needs to do. So simple, though. Yeah, it's literally just sign things. Yeah. Like, I doubt... Probably doesn't have to look at them. But yeah, so, like, Michael's, like, lying about his upbringing and how tough he is. Yeah, because Michael wants to be the coolest person ever. Mm-hmm. And it gives him an excuse to not do work. Hardcore that. And then... How does it come about that Dwight punches him? Jim is roasting Dwight by the supplies closet. And then Michael comes saying, I can beat up Dwight. Mm -hmm. And then Jim stokes that fire. And then a little bit later, Michael's by Jim's desk telling Jim about his rough upbringing. Mm -hmm. And then there was a, I think he was making fun of Dwight a little bit. So Dwight's like, okay, I'll punch you. I can do it. Because Dwight was holding back because Michael's his friend. So Mm -hmm. he doesn't want to hurt his friend. Yeah. It's only... He only punches women and children when he's provoked, <laughs> says Dwight. So, Fair and enough. then he just punches Michael, and Michael cannot take it. <laughs> but was it was it two punches? It was two punches. Okay. So, yeah, because later Michael says, I was ready for the first one, but you sucker punched me on the second one. Yeah. It was like a boo-boo kind of a thing. A pow-pow, a left-right, yeah. a little yeah. one-two punch. Yeah. A lefty and a righty. <laughs> but, yeah, Michael... Michael's, like, embarrassed, but he's still holding strong that he uh, he's tougher than Dwight. Well, he immediately, like, doubles over over the desk and almost says a bad word. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so Jim and Pam kind of both poke and prod until... Until Michael sort of breaks down and challenges Dwight to a fight. And mm-hmm. then Jim stokes that and being like, oh, yeah, Dwight's JoJo. Yeah, he's yeah. like, I would fight you, but it's the office. And he's like, well... We have Dwight's, an opening. Dwight's been talking about the dojo all day. Yeah. And Dwight's like, yep, it's open right now. It's empty during the day. Yeah, so they go. They extend their lunch by an hour. Who do you think, realistically, who do you think could win in a fight, Dwight or Jim? Well, not Dwight or Jim. Dwight or Jim? I think Dwight could win in that fight. Um, Dwight and Michael. Who do you think wins? Like, all out, no no. Yeah, fight barred. to the death. That's tough. There's only one answer. They're both so bad. I mean, I think it has to be Dwight, because, like, Dwight is a bit of a sociopath. He could, like... Yeah, I think Dwight, for sure. Like, Dwight... I'm sh- like, Dwight has, like, him. clearly this fight is not exactly the most, like, proficient. Like, they're not kung fu masters by yeah. any means. Like, even Dwight the Purple Belt, like, Michael comes in with a real low kind of, like, sweep kick. And yeah. Dwight, like full-on runs away <laughs> like five ten feet and then yeah. comes back well, every time dwight's in this cl- yeah every single time mm-hmm. dwight's in this class with children yeah. and i wonder did the the cameras are there recording him in this children's class uh-huh. both with all the kids and then once when he's just banging his the palm yeah i mean the bottom of his palm into the nose of a dummy mm-hmm. did they record that before this fight or after because Dwight Ooh. wasn't embarrassed. Do these camera crew just follow these I could I could totally see Dwight being like, yo, camera crew, I'm going to a karate class after work tonight. Come to the you dojo. Should come. Yeah. And then they're just like, we'll keep it as B-roll. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Have something just in case something comes of it. But like the timing of this, like, that's pretty interesting. That's pretty good timing on mm-hmm. their part. Like, good job And he for them. had his purple belt, which he implied was a pretty recent... Yeah, thing. Uh, thing. I didn't see what kind of belt he was wearing in the B-roll, though, so I wonder. Yeah, I don't know. I think it was a purple belt, but I'm not 100% sure. Because mm-hmm. he was talking about how he got, like, the the responsibilities of a senpai. 
which was cleaning. Yeah, like holding the scrubbing down the the floor. Yeah. And like he isn't even yeah, he's not good at it. No. (laughs) But I think he could I think he has more than Michael. Yeah. I think Dwight Dwight has that firmer strength. Yeah. Like I was gonna say, even just like being on a farm. Yeah, I feel like Dwight could just overpower Michael. A little mu- muscle mass. But, yeah. I mean, Michael does get him down. Yeah. But was that Michael... I feel like Dwight was trying to be honorable. Yeah. Well, I guess they both sort of broke down in the end, but... But Dwight was trying to follow the rules. Yeah. Like, Dwight has different modes. Like... Yeah, Dwight's weird. Yeah, and then he gets, like... When he's super serious, and like, he just goes at it, you know? Yeah. And I just... He just has a crazy in him. His determination factor mm-hmm. is something that... It's... I feel like he could snap a neck really, really easily. He He's such, like, an enigma. Yeah. Because, like, he's mad at Jim for moving his desk at the beginning of the episode. Mm-hmm. But then when he finds his desk, Jim calls, and he answers like it's a normal day and that Jim hasn't done any pranks. Yeah. and Like, what is, what is going on in his head that, like, he can just pick up that phone, and then it's Jim, the one who put his desk in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And he actually answers a question, mm-hmm. which clearly he doesn't. Jim doesn't need the answer for. Yeah, and Jim's asked before, and presumably voice to voice. I mm-hmm. mean, like face to face because they're right beside each other. Yeah, I doubt Jim's ever called Dwight and been like, "Hey, what's this sale we're having on yeah. this white paper reams?" On the phone. So you're right. Why is Dwight so cool with this? Yeah, so easily tricked like that. And yeah, he's just like, it's hard to predict him. Because he can be that smart, wily character that flips on Michael when Michael's like, you get to live with me. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm going to like execute this plan to a T without even so perfectly without a pause. Yeah. In order to get out of that. But then like he also so easily tricked is so easily tricked and manipulated into punching Michael and then accepting the fight. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if this is like a statement on farmers are weird. I mean, Maybe. the only other farmer on the show is Moe's, and he's even weirder. Yeah. Dwight has his modes. His And it's impossible to predict which one's coming. Yeah. But Jim can. Yeah. I think when Dwight get like, i starting to think about what these modes are. Mm-hmm. Dwight's got like business mode where yep. it's, all, it's all good in the hood. He's uh-huh. like, this is what we need to do. We can get there this way. He's efficient. He's efficient at what he does. Yeah. Best salesman in the office. Then his, like, his hobbies and the things he likes yeah. is when he gets weird and gets, like, playful and soft and easy and that kind of a thing. Yeah. What is it? Something beats in Battlestar Battle Galactica. Beats bears Battlestar Galactica. Does he care about bears? <laughs> he loves bears. I love bears, too. Yeah. Oh, do you? Bears are nice. I like bears. What's your favorite kind of bear? Uh, I like a black bear. Yeah? Yeah. That's what Jim says is the best kind of bear. It is a good bear. Black bears are skittish, though. They'll run away. Yeah. Well, then, I'm not trying to fight a bear. I just like them. You should try to fight a bear. No, I'm good. Okay. Oh, yeah. So, Michael wins, but he's a dick. He's uh, Yeah. Michael's a cheater. He fights dirty. Yeah, exactly. And he's mad at Dwight for fighting dirty. And Michael's just being Michael and makes me want to die. Yeah. Michael's like, he cares about the rules until they're against him. Yeah. And then it's no holds barred, like, I'm going to put your helmet over your eyes, and I'm going to, like... Yeah, it's, like, one point, like, he wants to... Sensei is trying to split them up. We're uh-huh. saying, for the game, we have to split it, you guys up. 
Michael does not. Care no, about he that gets my or he gets Dwight down on the ground and like keeps punching him like he's hawking a loogie and he's like open your mouth open your mouth Mm -hmm. like so gross super disgusting yeah definitely an hr nightmare because (laughs) toby's right there yeah but like yeah michael is also completely unpredictable Mm -hmm. to the audience but totally predictable to everyone else like pam knows she's gonna end up staying late because michael just habitually and they just accept it too well yeah who needs to stay late? Yeah, that it, was another thing. It seems like Stanley, Angela, Toby, Michael, Pam, and Dwight are the ones who stayed. Yes, that's who I've written down. Angela, I think, is the office manager, or I mean the accountant. Like head of accounting. Yeah, sure. head of accounting. Toby is HR. HR, so okay. fine. Pam's reception organizes, yeah. probably sends the stuff out. Yeah, she's the office manager. What's so special about Stanley? Well, I guess Dwight, assistant to the regional manager, Stanley, yeah. head of sales. Is like, is he? I don't think he's ever mentioned again. Potentially. No, but, but do they ever explicitly say Angela's head of marketing? Mar- not marketing. Uh, accounting. Accounting? I think they do in some situations, but I don't know. Like, is uh, the... It did seem like a very random assortment to me. Yeah. And like even Stanley walks up to Pam and sort of a little buddy buddy, a little like, please help this Pam. Like. I don't want to be here all night. Yeah, I don't want to stay late. And like, because basically this night happens once a year where expense reports and then two other things yeah. that he has to do. Like once the one's the end of the week, one's the end of the month, one's the end of the quarter. And once a year, all three of those happen on one day. And that day, you know you have to stay late because yeah. Michael's not going to do it. During office hours. Yeah. Maybe it's Stanley is the most senior salesperson. Could be. And Dwight is the best salesperson. Maybe. I don't know. But yeah, there's like, it, it definitely felt kind of random. That Stanley I, was there. and Yeah, that Stanley was there. Yeah, maybe Dwight was just sad and didn't want to leave. But I think Dwight's like there because he's assistant to the regional manager. Now he is. Well, now he's assistant regional manager. Oh, you're right. Yes. Biggest biggest plot twist ever. Damn. Yeah. Michael's pity gives Dwight the job he's always wanted. Uh-huh. Dwight is officially the assistant to the regional manager. No, he's assistant regional manager. Sh- assistant regional manager. Yeah. Yep. Which has no pay increase, and it's on a three-month probation, so don't yeah. tell anyone. No it, office. No <laughs> Title only. He wants the conference room as the office. Yeah. No. So silly. Yeah, Michael feels bad about going overboard. Mm-hmm. And that, which, I guess, same thing as... What Jim did. And he kind of just gave Dwight what he wanted. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's like, I think they both said sorry without saying sorry. Yeah. Right? They both apologized without having to say those words specifically. Kind of like Jim and Pam. Yeah. They both sort of follow parallel paths. Mm-hmm. Some sort of weird kind of conflict that then somehow gets mended. In <laughs> yeah, weird... Way. Overstepping of physical bounds in the office leads mm-hmm. to awkwardness, leads to an apology that is not in so many words. Mm-hmm. And that I assume that's probably intentional because these writers is smart. Yeah, yes, they are. They remember. The only other big thing I want to talk about is Ryan and Michael. Yeah. I, this is another Ryan's a good guy episode. Not yeah. a good guy, but like a funny a person. A normal person. Yeah, and he's so funny. The anger in his voice 
when Michael's just banging on his thing and you think mm -hmm. it's just him avoiding everything. Yeah. And Ryan is right there out of the frame. Yeah. Oh the my scenes, gosh, I love it. The scene starts, Michael's like flicking his mug and he's singing something about like, I don't want to work. Yeah, I want to bang on this mug all day. And then you zoom out and Ryan's just sitting there like, did you call me in for a reason? Yeah, any particular reason. And Michael's probably just like, yeah, we're hanging out. This is great. Yeah. <laughs> we're making some jams. We're we're chilling. Yeah. I just feel so bad for him. Yeah. He gets assigned a task. He starts to do the task and he gets interrupted by the boss who assigned him the task. Yeah. Throughout the day. Finding a way. It feels a little displaced. It's hilarious and I love it. Mm -hmm. But it feels like, oh, that's kind of like a weird thread that sort of Ryan's just a part of all of a sudden. Mm -hmm. But I'm glad that happened. Unless it's an example of Michael distracting himself so that he doesn't need to. Yeah. Well, because like his do work third call i think when when ryan's outside eating lunch yeah he's like all right well time to get down to work looks out the window sees ryan yeah well time to prank call him yeah this is important right now yeah so like it i think it is an excuse of like well i haven't done this in a while might as well do it yeah but like uh, ryan picks up the first one mm-hmm like, like he's getting a phone call. And then it's Michael doing a Michael Jackson impression. <laughs> Not a good one, but... Yeah. No. And then the second time, he doesn't want to pick up, but then Michael, like, taps on the window, and he's like, open it, or pick up. Yeah. Angrily. Like... Yeah, like, like, urgently, like, you need to pick that up. Yeah. And then the third time that we see, at least, there may have been more in between that didn't make it into the episode. Um, the third time... Ryan's outside. He doesn't know Michael can see him. Mm -hmm. And he just like checks the caller ID and then puts it away. Oh, and goes like, Ugh. yeah, he, he's definitely over it. Yeah. For Especially sure. when he's on his lunch break and he, he's not getting paid to deal with yeah. Michael right now. And as he should be, cause then he shows the camera crew like 17 messages or something crazy like that. <laughs> Alrighty. Now it's the time of the episode where we do our ranking. Rankin Bass. Rankin Bass. Could you please explain these lists, Seven? Because you well, do it so well. All right, we got three lists, three different ways that we rank this episode. The first list is mandatory viewing. If you're re-watching The Office again, but for whatever reason, you don't want to watch all of it, mm -hmm. even though you should. Yep. You only want the plot. Just the core story. The None of that plot. fluff. Not even a little bit of fluff. Is this episode mandatory to watch? List two, general quality. We just rank them against how much we like the episode. Yep. Which is the best episode, which is the worst episode. Nothing too crazy there. And the third list is the social anxiety ranking. It's where we got the name of the ding dang show. Michael Scott gives me social anxiety. How much anxiety did this episode impress upon our souls? How many ooh boys? Ooh boys being the term we've, we've sort of created to... Uh... Talk about the moments in these in the episodes that really get us good. Yeah. But let's start off hot. Mandatory viewing? Well, I think this is a good episode. I don't think this is a mandatory episode. I don't think so as well. That's an easy one. Yeah. Nothing happened. Plot-wise. I mean, yeah. Like, technically, Dwight gets promoted, but it's literally only a name. Yeah. So, if anything, it ruins a joke. Yeah. It's just the end of a joke. Yeah. So nothing really going on there. Jim Pam have an arc, but it is wrapped up by the end of the episode. Same with the Michael Dwight. There's nothing really 
Yeah. Unless, There's nothing that lasts. Yeah. The French, it's the relationship, it's this relationship based episode and mm-hmm. relationships do develop between Michael and Dwight because it shows a real friendship. I'm actually trying to, trying to convince myself that maybe it's yes. It shows a real friendship between them. That's really weird and unspoken. And Michael loves Dwight no matter what he says because mm-hmm. they are friends and they talk about watching Armageddon together. Yeah. On New Year's Eve. On New Year's Eve. At midnight. So like, that's a weird kind of like, but Michael's been a no- done nothing but roast Dwight for the longest of times. Mm-hmm. But they have done that, and they had this stupid little fight, and then they fought out for a little bit, and then they became friends again because Mike Michael promoted Dwight to a better to his desired position. That's yeah, all he wants to be is assistant regional manager, and now yeah. he finally is. Um, Michael had the power to give Dwight what he wanted, and he was finally like, "Sure, yeah." Jim and Pam, they had a normal episode until that one real awkward moment. Yeah. But then is it is it completely resolved by the end of the episode? Kind of? I think this episode's plot is. Yeah. There's still that weird dynamic between Jim and Pam that it's always going to be until that until season-wide yeah. thing is resolved. But for this episode, everything's cured by the end. Yeah, nothing the, is... no. There's no real, like, status change. Yeah, with the passing of the bag of chips. Like, yeah. everything was good. So, yeah, I don't think it's necessary. Yeah. It's just everything changes and then returns to the status quo. Yeah. So, really, if you miss this episode, you're not missing anything. Mm -hmm. Because it it diverts and comes back. Mm -hmm. It's a fun episode, but not Mm -hmm. mandatory, I don't think. We've had, like, uh, a good old, like, yes-no pattern going on since the beginning of season two. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Good, then. All the odd numbers are yeses and all the even numbers are noes. Huh. We rigging this? No. Quality. Ooh, this is a good episode. This is a real good episode. This is a good episode. We are in the good times now. Oh. It's gonna get hard. Like, yeah, because I know the next episode is the last episode is really good. Like, yeah. So I think that that's the best place to start. Yeah. Is this episode better or worse than Halloween? I think it is. I think it's better. Yeah. Yeah. Because episode or Halloween is a rank two. I. Wouldn't mind putting this. Diversity Day is our first number one. Diversity Day is number one. I could put this above Diversity Day. Yeah, it's a fun episode. Oh, it's it's a wild ride. Yeah, there's there's a little bit of heart to it. Mm-hmm. There's a little bit of a little bit of ooh boys. A lot of bit of ooh boys. Yeah, a lot of bit of ooh boys, and but it all like works together. Like we said, there's parallel storylines that work together. Yeah. Uh, so like the writing's really good. The acting is great, always good. But it's starting to hit its stride. Yeah. And like, I want to argue with you just to have, like, a, a conversation, but, like, it's a good episode. This episode's worse than Hot Girl. <laughs> no, can't even. Can't even. Don't lie. <laughs> yeah, this could definitely be number one for now. I think that's how it's going to be. Sounds good. So we've got two lists down. Last one. Social anxiety ranking. As we mentioned, there's quite a few ooh boys. Yeah, and pretty good ones. Mm-hmm. The Jim Pam... Tickle monster problem. Yeah, lifting up of the shirt and yeah. body. Um, I think that kind of rivals, that rivals the one in basketball, and that rivals the one in the Dundies, mm-hmm. where both Michael is getting bullied. Yeah. And what other ones? Michael's knocking on the window for Ryan, saying, uh, pick up. Yeah, that's not good. In an angry way. Like, yeah. Michael can get this angry face, his super serious, scary mm-hmm. face. That he and it's u- never for the right reason. No. And, like, he used it on Jim last episode, uh-huh. too. When Jim was talking smack about Michael and, mm-hmm. and Michael needed to fire someone, and Jim was worried it was him. Um, 
using that base on Ryan to like, what does Ryan do in that situation? Like he can't pick not pick. Yeah. You have to pick up like, and it's so, and Michael still makes the joke, even though he was just like uh-huh. angry about it. And even the fight itself, like the, the combat going yeah. on, it's, it's uncomfortable. Cause you're just like, neither of these people are any good at fighting yeah obviously and michael's just being the biggest of babies mm-hmm. like, like michael's ever. being a baby and dwight has been talking up how well he can fight the whole time mm-hmm. and then he's still like afraid of getting hit he runs around like you mentioned before like yeah. any even slight motion michael has towards him mm-hmm. dwight's darting back six yeah. feet it's like it's a it's not even like a defensive like stance to take because yeah. like that's just retreating yeah. Which is like, yeah, sometimes you have to retreat, but like nothing Michael was doing required it. Yeah. So. Even Michael, after the fight, being so proud of himself, so mm-hmm. smug that he bested Dwight, made me want to die. Yeah, it wasn't good. Like, I hate this. Like smugness. when he did the. Like, went into the. Talk to me? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, did a little one two punch to himself in the yeah, air. Yeah, like, like uh, buddy. Yeah, knock it you off. You just beat up a friend. <laughs> yeah, and you barely did it. Like, you, you got him on the ground and sat on top of him. Like You literally talked about how you love everyone in the office, mm-hmm. and then you're, like, proud of yourself for getting him on the ground and trying to spit in his mouth. Yeah. Like, like how'd you devolve so quickly? Come Child. on. Yeah. It's a pretty good Ooboy episode. Yeah. I think we're both, I think okay. this is going to be high ranking. Yeah, so our most recent episode that is high ranking mm-hmm. is the third ranked episode. Which is sexual harassment. Mm-hmm. I think this probably has more than sexual harassment. I think so, too. So rank two is Diversity Day. Mm-hmm. What's rank one? Uh, basketball. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. Diversity Day has a lot going for it. The slap from Kelly. Mm-hmm. Just the whole, every racial tension. Yeah. Every single one. What, and, am I a woman? <laughs> and then basketball has the one big... Yeah. Michael getting bullied moment, which I, like you said, I think Jim and Pam's awkward interaction could rival that Mm -hmm. itself. And then add on top everything Michael does. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Like that Jim Pam moment is like, cause you like what's going on. Cause you like Jim and Pam belong together. Yeah. But it's so wrong. And, but it's, but then Pam is like, this is wrong. And then you're like, Oh, right. And then you feel bad for enjoying it just like Jim did. This needs to be number one because everyone, including the viewer, is wrong in this situation. Except yeah. for maybe Pam. Pam, yeah. Pam's fine. Jim's wrong and we're wrong for liking it. Yeah. Like, this can be number one. Yeah. I can, basketball's bullying moment is a huge thing to me. Yeah. But I can dethrone it before this. Especially with the knocking on the window, Mike's, Michael's serious face, and... His smugness after the fight. This could be number one. Yeah. I'm okay with that. All right. All right. It's in the books. Well, it's a Google Doc, but the books. The books. It's multiple pages at this point, so it's basically a book. So, to to recap. No, this episode is not mandatory viewing. However, it is number one for both quality and social anxiety. It sure is. Yeah. That sounds good to me. Yeah. But right. Evan, is that it? That That's that's it. Awesome. We're out, awesome. we're out of things. Where can they find us? 
Well, they can find us all over the ding-dang place. They can find us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify. Uh, they can find us anywhere that podcasts are hosted, basically. Yep. Um, find us on Twitter. MSGMSA? Dot pod. Dot pod. Email us, msgmsa underscore pod at gmail.com. I don't know why you would need to, but you can. Talk to us. Or follow our parent account at Thunderdog Radio. On Twitter and Instagram. Yeah. Uh, but that's that's everything. Leave us a rating and a review. You could get featured on Reviews Day Tuesday on our Instagram. Um, but that's it for this episode. See you next time. Thanks for listening. That was a Thunderdog podcast.